Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Adam Morgan. It is no secret that mobile connectivity continues growing rapidly in Denver and across the nation. Mobile connectivity? Well, that is industry language for smartphones, tablets, and equipment like that being utilized. You see those TV commercials from cell phone carriers touting their new 5G networks. Well, that's what we're talking about. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. When you're out driving at some corners, you'll see construction cones with orange and blue plastic pipes coming up out of the ground. Some can be yellow as well. Well, that is some of the construction of the new 5G networks actually being done. Because 5G equipment is smaller, no new big cell towers will be going up. Just a lot of small boxes hanging around on poles and in other spaces. So what will all of this mean to us as the users? Well, here to unravel it all for us is the West Area Government Affairs Manager for Crown Castle, a contractor doing some of the construction. Mr. Scott Harry joins us in studio. Well, the G stands for generation. Okay. And it's the latest evolution of wireless technology. So when we talk about 4G, you can imagine what was happening during the 4G era. We had the iPhone come out. We had um, people starting to use their phones for lots of different applications. Sure. And then before that, we had 3G. And that started as a result of people wanting to have more uh, capabilities on their Palm Pilots or their regular cell phones. And then before that, we had 2G. And you can imagine that was the Nokia phone. I had a bunch of these cool Nokia <laughs> phones that were, you know, you could barely text on them. Yeah. And you could talk. And that's that's 2G, right? That was and uh, and then 1G goes all the way they back didn't to even the days. Call it G. Yeah, it was it was just the first generation. I don't think they had a 1G denomination for it then, but um, that was the the bag phone. That was the old cellular voice only. Yeah, you know, you can imagine on uh, Lethal Weapon, you got Danny Glover um, standing up there with his bag phone on a bridge in LA, mm-hmm. trying to get a sig- trying to get a signal so he can make a call on his bag phone. That was the <laughs> The one G that era. was one G. Yep. Danny Glover, I yep. know him. So too. now this this five G is going to allow for much greater capacity of usage. It's really it's it's not just an evolution of cell phones. It's actually an evolution of connectivity. Connectivity. So, so does yeah. that mean we can reach more places and reach more people? Does that mm-hmm. mean it's going to be faster? Well, everything moves at the speed of light. So I don't think you can yep. get too much faster than that unless sure. we're we're talking Star Trek Warp 5 or uh-huh. Warp 6. Does that mean that we can get stuff done faster and there will be a whole new set of devices that's connected as each generation changes? Yeah. Think of it this way. The, the way we use our devices has, has changed a lot in the last couple of years. So yeah. we are expecting things to act differently, but the technology is not there to – help our phones do what we want to do or help our devices do what we want to do or help our machines connect the way we want them to connect. So imagine you want to stream a season of Breaking Bad. And that's hard to do on the regular wireless network that's out there right now. But with 5G, you are able to um, move data so much more quickly over these networks because the networks are now fiber-based. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about moving data across fiber, it's happening at a, at light speed. Okay. When we're talking about fiber, 
We're talking about a fiber line that's uh, that's a wire in the ground, yeah. a glass wire, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our cable signals that are coming to our homes are on those fiber lines yep. in, in the background. So to add more data, add more data, to add more lines, you guys are going to be out there building more fiber lines in other places then yep. because more people want to get where they have to go with, with mm-hmm. their devices. Right. Am I following this right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly So right. we're going to find some streets torn up. And are, are you adding to the infrastructure? Are you going to are going to close down the old one and, and bring a whole new one there? It's a little bit of both. Okay. So when we are when we are designing our networks, we partner with the communities that that we're going into. Mm-hmm. So for instance, in the city and county of Denver, we're building a new network of fiber and a new network of small cell facilities, which are um, wireless nodes or wireless uh, poles and uh, antennas that go in the right of way. Now, um, when we're building these new networks, the reason we're, we're building out new infrastructure is that the, the old 4G system yeah. um, was really starting to become impacted when the iPhone came along and when uh, a lot of these new devices came along. Because the new devices needed more space or there was more people using right. them. It's more data and more people. Right now, uh, in the world, there are 1.2 devices per person in the world. We actually passed the number of people in the world, the whole population of the world Excuse me? with devices. So 1.2 devices per every person in the world. 1.2 yeah. devices for every person in the world. Yeah. And in my house, it's my household has a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have a cell phone, a tablet, a wireless computer, and then my kids all have cell phones and my kids have um, other wireless devices. So you can imagine that because this technology has become so prevalent, it's not just a, a luxury to have a cell phone. You know, I talked about Danny Glover yeah. and his you know cell phone back then. That was a luxury. Mm-hmm. I remember in high school when I would see someone, someone's dad with a with a cell phone. I thought, oh man, they must be rich. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> yes, not the case too. anymore. It's not a luxury anymore. It's a it's a necessity. We are, we operate our lives on these devices. Connect with our kids. Um, and from a public safety standpoint, wireless connectivity is vital. Yeah, because a lot of people dial 911 and emergency services on their cell phones mm-hmm. now. And 80% of 911 calls are made over uh, over a wireless device. Yeah. Well, I, I guess then the question begs itself. I think you were saying that the uh, small cells um, – going to be smaller, about the size of a pizza box, so we won't be seeing any more of these towers well, anymore, or they still have to have them in place while you make the transition between the uh, between the four and the five infrastructure then. Yeah, so imagine, uh, and this is, a, this is a good analogy that I heard the other day, mm-hmm. the existing network right now that's made up of, of what everybody sort of understands is out there. We have towers, regular cell towers, yeah. and sometimes yeah. they look like Pine trees and everybody laughs at the the fake pine tree. Um, there are water tank, fake water tanks out there that have these antennas on them. So, but then you know we have a lot of just regular towers out there, lattice towers and uh, straight monopoles. Those those are what make up the existing network right. Um, right now. And so that network is you can imagine it's like the room lights in this room right here. You have lights that light up the entire room, mm-hmm. but sometimes you need a pinpointed type of signal and 
in a room like this, you would get a desk lamp and the desk lamp shows you what you're looking at right at your on your piece of paper at yeah. your desk. That's what a small cell does for the for the regular network because the data that's being handled by the existing network mm -hmm. is is being it can't handle it anymore. There are so many um, people using their devices for so much data loving type applications. Think streaming video, think Fitbits, yeah. think, um, you know, streaming applications. I can watch Netflix all day on my phone if I want to. Um, and that doesn't even take into account what's coming. Connected vehicles, machines talking to machines, um, cars that have sensors in them that communicate directly with um, emergency services if they roll over or if there's an accident or if there's something in the we road. We have cars that can like it. that coming that can communicate directly with emergency Absolutely. Absolutely. services. Yep. It's coming down the pipe. I would say by this time next year we're going to see – um, some of the major car manufacturers putting sensors in their cars that communicate directly with a 5G network. And, yeah, you can have a, a, the cars talking to cars. That's one machine-to-machine -machine application. Yeah. But then that communication has to hit a land-based network, a wireless network that's nearby sure. that can handle that kind of data transmission. And so if you're driving up and down I-70, for instance – and there is a group of elk crossing the street. Right. There are, um, you know, an application that's probably not too far out can read what's in the road and tell that it's not a bear or deer. <laughs> it's actually elk. Elk, yeah. And it can put that same message up on a CDOT banner three miles back and warn everybody, hey, there's three elk up at mile marker 27. And watch out, wow. keep your heads up, you know. And so it can actually, we can have that happen in real time. And it takes out that human, um, you know, the slowness of humans. Okay. So know? we're going to be taking some of these cell towers down and replacing them with these smaller, these smaller units. And they have smaller units. They probably don't have the same range yep. that the cell towers have. So mm -hmm. we're going to need more of them. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, you can, we're going to be seeing a lot of workers hanging stuff on the telephone pole outside of your house, maybe, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or, yeah. or in the utilities easement behind the house. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I'm sorry if I misspoke earlier, but I, I don't think that we're actually going to reduce the number of towers that are out there. Oh, okay. The towers that are there are there and they're necessary. And we might even need to put in a few more towers around. Sure. Um, to, to help drive this 5G uh, uh, revolution that's coming along. Um, but the but the small cells that are going in augment what the tower is actually emitting. If you have a tower servicing a, a three square square mile area or three mile radius, um, and everybody's using their phones in that area, cars are driving through, um, all of that kind of thing, that tower can't handle everything. So what we do is we turn down the volume basically of that site, right? And it becomes a, a you know it covers a smaller area, say you know. A radius of a mile and a half rather than three. Okay. And then we put up small cell sites in the right of way. So you can imagine um, a light standard being replaced by a small cell pole in the right of way. And that new small cell pole has an antenna in it that's ready for um, some kind of 5G application like a connected vehicle or just the houses and businesses that are around it that need that, that data capacity. Um, and so that small cell needs to connect with the next small cell down the road, and these mm -hmm. are all connected by fiber. When you talk about right away, we're just talking about using yeah. our um, 
our our lighting, our street lighting. Yep. As as places where you could put stuff on. Yep. To make this the system work. That's right. But more than that, it, it's 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 saying to me if I'm if I'm a young person, man, there's some jobs out here. Absolutely. Okay. There's some real work because you're going to uh-huh. need people to keep this network up and running constantly. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't like oh check out at five o'clock you know it's a twenty four hours seven mm-hmm. days a week, so you got to install it you got to maintain it you got to operate it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a future there. Absolutely, and there's a industry um, group out there that as it's an industry it's a it's a third party that has been uh, um, consulting to the industry that estimates that the five G. Um, rollout over the next number of years is going to add 3 million jobs. Um, and it's going to add up to $500 million more to our GDP. So it's really, it's an economic driver. There's a lot of good stuff that's going to come out of it from a jobs perspective. Yeah, You have a technical mind and you're able to go to maybe a, you know, a junior college or a college and get a degree in, uh, in some of these technologies there's there's going to be a lot of jobs out there waiting for you. The last question that I I, I got to run by you: um, health issues, radiation, none of that stuff, because it's going to be smaller. Mm-hmm. Then probably the health risk goes down. Yeah, absolutely. The, these sites put out a very very low signal, okay. so the the sites themselves, um, the new small cells, generate a signal that's only that only goes out eight or nine hundred feet. From the actual pole itself. Sure. So you can imagine that's a that's a really low powered signal yeah. that's that's coming out of these. And um, we as an industry are held to a very high standard in what's allowed to be used on these sites. So mm-hmm. the FCC puts out some some standards that we have to be below. Right. And we're not only below them, but we're we're ten even a hundred times lower than the allowable standard that the FCC uses for safety. Okay. So there's no danger here. There's no danger in putting up these signs. Oh, that's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. And Crown Castle is is a contractor then that is going to be doing some installations for the city of Denver, city of Aurora, mm-hmm. or uh, am I getting that correct? Or are you going well, Crown, to be an operator? Crown Castle is not an operator. So we serve our customers, and our customers are the wireless carriers that you're familiar with, with T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon and AT&T. So those are our customers. And then we also have uh, about 8,000 other customers that use our infrastructure because we own fiber. Um, we own macro cell sites, the towers that everybody's familiar with, and we, own sure. the cells, and we own the small cells. Scott Harry, West Area Government Affairs Manager for Crown Castle, has been our guest on this edition. Be careful of the 5G construction and start saving up for that new phone you're going to need next year to use those new 5G networks. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And we thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us. You have been listening to Mile High Magazine, a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. If you have a suggestion for a future program or a question, please send an email to publicaffairs at bonneville.com. Thanks for listening to Mile High Magazine.